0: At this point, dude, I don't even know.
1: These is the best ones. <laughs> Not gonna lie.
0: Not, okay, cool, cool. Um, What's up, man? Welcome. Like, I don't even know how to start the introduction. <laughs> My hey, line, I'm like, okay. so. Did you even name it? What was yeah, your name? It? So, so, you do comedy. That's the name. Okay. So, you do
1: comedy. All right. Hi, guys. Welcome to So You Do Comedy with your host, Johnny Castillo. So, you say that. That's, what
0: that's, you do. that's, it sounds so fake, but welcome to another episode <laughs> all right you know what we'll just I'll figure that out I might do a little clip something in the introduction use some random hey so you do
1: comedy right
0: oh, that's actually the opening line so Adam you do comedy right
1: I do yeah. so <laughs> well, that's woke, yeah
0: w- welcome welcome to the show the first show first episode of pilot it sucks because there's a lot of technical difficulties
1: they don't have to know that
0: I already said it I'm not gonna edit it out because at this point like I feel Whatever. You know, besides that, moving on. So Adam, you do comedy. Yep. Um,
1: you've been doing it for like nine years. Nine years. Nine years uh, this past October. This coming October? Sorry, August. I don't know. I, I've been drunk through most of it, but it's been successful.
0: That's, that's good. Um, so the, the point of this podcast is not to necessarily talk about comedy, what you're doing, what your shows, none of that. The point of this podcast is to – Anyone out there who's thinking, I want to try stand-up. God uh, don't. You just, that's it. That's the podcast. Like, quit, good job. You just did it in 10 seconds. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, no, like, when I started, no one, I didn't know whether there was open mics. Um, I really, I didn't really hear them. Didn't know where. Didn't know if Vegas had a scene. I knew nothing. I knew absolutely nothing. And now that I'm submerged in it, I still don't know a whole lot. And I've been doing it for, like, a year. You've been doing it for Nine. The cool thing about you is you help comics like you just pull them aside. Even if they don't ask for help or nothing, you're like, oh,
1: yeah, I I completely interject myself a lot. Like, hey, uh, do you want this to be a thing? Do you are you serious about making this into a thing? Because if you are, I'll help you. Uh, You know, I'm quick to tell you, hey, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm, You know, chase that down. I did that with you where I'm like, I like that. Do more of that. Yeah. You know. And no,
0: and no one does that the only advice I ever got was like hey good set oh you should speak up more oh simple stuff yeah you actually know hey I, that like the joke particular mind you like pull me aside like hey I like that joke and I like when you do this but when you do this next line hold it and then deliver it
1: and no one gives you tips like that well it's because I'm a fan of comedy too mm-hmm. you know so I, if I'm gonna sit back uh. We, we have this kind of running thing. A lot of comics do it, but a lot of comics don't watch other comics. Yeah. I, I used to I not see. ever do it. So go to open mics, and if I couldn't see the stage from the smoker's patio, I didn't listen to your set, you know? And uh, and you'd see that's where all the comics would go, and we would just kind of be waiting for somebody to call us. And like, hey, you're up in two minutes. And I, all right. Yeah,
0: we kind of do that here.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I noticed that. But at least through here, you guys actually have comics who do listen and and kind of semi-sorta give a fuck. And um, for me, if you said something that caught my ear, like I want to chase it, you know? Uh, um, I like it when you guys, when younger comics, or fucking any comic really, comes up with something and it gets... Like, you see, I get mad. I get real Uh, mad. I'm like, like, fuck you. That's so good. Fuck you. I've
0: seen your reaction. I should have thought of that. It was simple. That was clever. Yeah. And it's overlooked how simplistic, like, keep it simple. And it's one of the best ways. You don't overthink it. You don't oversell it. Keep it simple. Keep it true to yourself. Yeah.
1: And find your voice. And and I think uh, uh, for people out there who want to do this, um, it's not easy at first because you keep trying to deliver what you think the crowd will like, and then have to balance that with what you think you, uh,
0: like. I, w- I was going to say like when I started, cause I just went to an open mic, uh, they were having a competition at happy earth. And I was like, I saw that at like, three in the morning and I'm like, I always been a, a dream to try it. I'm like, I'm going to do it. So I didn't know nothing about joke writing. I didn't know nothing about timing delivery. nothing. I just knew what I liked and what I thought was funny. And I wrote that. And I got a couple laughs, so it wasn't like I was completely, you know, like my first time bombed and like never going to do this again, obviously. Yeah. So like new comics and they come into the scene, you've you seen them. You've seen the first timers. On a scale like 1 to 10, how do you feel most new, new timers do?
1: Oh, yeah. No, most timers. Most new. Okay. When it's your first time, I guarantee you that's not your worst. No, not the worst. No, okay. No, because I've seen a lot of guys go up there, and for the most part, we get that they're nervous. They're kind of figuring it out. And you know, crowds are real forgiving about that. I think uh, comics who, after they have their first, like really good show, not like open mic, but like really good show, that's when they're at their worst. Immediately after that, after the first one, yeah, when so they like, think like, like oh, you're like on a high, and then. Yeah, like your, your second album, you know, okay. like your second quote-unquote <laughs> album in your head. Like, that set's good. It's, but it's not as good as the first. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. You go up there, you think, like, watch this. I'm going to hit them with some razzle-dazzle. And then it's like, it's trash, you know. Um, that's been my experience. It turns into, if, for me, if you do come up with something that's good, right? A lot of new comics forget the fact that you're going to be performing that set. Over and over and over to and your, over to again. you kind of sick of it. Yeah. so you're fucking done with it, you know? And you wind up going... There's a lot of comics in the scene who are so used to performing to other comics that they're afraid of performing the same shit again. And I hear that. Um, I hear that. People
0: are like, like I don't want to hear the same thing week after week. But I've also heard you need to practice the same thing week after week until you really polished it completely where you know every single keyword that's going to hit, every punchline, every little tag you thought of, and you perfected that set.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't listen to anybody out there who says that you shouldn't be doing the same thing uh, week after week. There's going to be a little brief moment in there where you're going to have to keep delivering that and finding the tags and keep, you know, punching it out there. Especially if it's a different crowd every time, right? But if you are performing that month after month, you know year after year
0: at some point you gotta realize hey I need new new things
1: yeah like if I'm producing a show I'm gonna get bored of your shit like I can guarantee alright cool I know you've got like a fucking solid you know 20 minutes 30 minutes and so you're gonna go up there and do it cuz I know your material back and forth right um, but sometimes uh, uh, the best and I told you about this the uh, adaptability right yeah. Being able to, hey, this joke didn't work, you mm-hmm. know. Read the room. All right, cool. Let's go into this, or let's adapt that mm-hmm. joke into playing into this. And um, it's I, I hate to I hate it when comics or purists call it like it's like jazz, like it's free form, right? Yes and no. Like you're talking about like improvising on stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I I want you to know where the hits are gonna be. I want it to be fucking. Guns N' Roses, November Rain. You know how the song goes, but I don't know how the solo is going to be played.
0: You got... Because I know you always said uh, you want a left turn at the joke. You don't want to be so predictable that they know where the punchline's is coming, and it takes away from the joke because in their head, they already thought of it, they laughed. Hmm. But set them up, get them to that point, left turn. But in a way, that's they're not going to see coming.
1: Yeah. You can, you can envelop... Uh, emotions uh, based on the way you say things like if I were going to go up there and be like so my sister has cancer right? Um, as opposed to like uh, yeah I guess so my sister has cancer um, uh, uh, you know we're, we're hoping to get her the rest of the horoscope cards um, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. see what I mean no. right I, and you can deliver it both ways so my sister has cancer we're hoping to get her the rest of the, right it's the same fucking words, but, I mean, you involve, you put your personality thrown in there. Um, and that's a, that's a good point, because the main
0: thing I want to ask you, finding your voice. Because you write the jokes, sure they're funny, you say them to another person, they find it funny, you go on stage, and you don't deliver like you thought in your head. Like me, you've heard me do my style, I try to do a little bit of deadpan, just chill, Hey, relax. Like, your second part. Yeah. But then I'm trying other jokes. I get revved up. Like, my little offensive jokes, I'm, like, excited because I kind of want to see your reaction. Yeah. And you do – like, I've seen you. Your stand-up is much like Adam off the stage. So, Adam on and off, almost the same thing. Like, how –
1: It took a while. I'm not even going to lie. It took took, uh, several years to even get to that point. Because I first got started, I was Mr. – uh, uh, shock, you know, dice clay. Yeah, you show me those jokes. They're, They're really fucking bad. Like, don't be wrong, I'll still deliver them to this day, some of them, just for shits and giggles, but I also know that, hey, I can, I can deliver them better now. But back then, I used to be like, hey, you know, so you know, my girlfriend won't have a threesome, but you know, she still lets me shit in her chest, eh, right? And I would think it was like the funniest thing and, and I remember going to my girlfriend and being like these are not hitting and she'd be like I wonder why <laughs> you know uh, but I, I it took a while for me to to get off of that and then I started doing like more slapstick voices act outs I was energetic I was running around there's there's a footage of me performing in New Mexico on on a like a like a theater and I'm running around that motherfucker and I keep looking at it and I'm like I don't I can't do that anymore. Like I'm, I feel like you could though. Like
0: after the, for as long as I've known you, I feel like you still could. Cause I I've seen you, like I said, off the stage, you still get excited. Like when you're on stage, like, Oh, this happened. Yeah. It's so like, and it, I guess, I know it takes years of practice, but you know, as a newcomer, someone who's, I want to go on stage, what's a tip to help kind of guide that, find that faster.
1: Um, you know what it is, is? Too many people spend so much time writing jokes that they forget how to talk to people.
0: Which is what you do really great on stage. I feel like we're having a conversation and it's your turn to talk, not
1: uh, this dudes make me watch them Not like that at all. Yeah, I, 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 you catch too many people who are like, this is the joke. This is where it's funny. Here's where you laugh. Right. Uh, my voice is turned into. Uh, hey, guys. Hey, man, I do some crazy fucked up shit. You know, I used to get a lot of problems from other comics who would say, you know, but what's your laughs per minute? Why aren't you doing right? I mean, I've heard that people are like, you got to get like six laughs a minute. I mean, you could or you could crush uh, just fucking being you. Uh, I, I've, I used to be that guy where I couldn't write more than two sentences without getting a good laugh out of them. You know, mm-hmm. um, I preferred it to be more musical um, uh, and my sets where, yeah, I'm yelling and I'm fucking thrash metal up here. Fucking this bucket shit happens and this happens and this gets crazy. But then I also like to bring it down and, you know, Michael McDonald, you and just kind of be like, Hey babe. So, uh, I keep forgetting, man. We're not in love anymore. You know, like I want, I want to have you go through it. And the weird thing is, is once you find where you're comfortable the same way you would excitedly talk about any topic is the way I would want to watch you up on stage. You know? Uh, uh, if Even if we're just hanging out in the living room um, and just talking, if you can engage them in some sort of conversation, and however, you don't have to fucking be all crazy and animated. Right. However, whatever makes you feel comfortable. People are... Uh, how many times have you heard... Somebody say I can't do that because I'm gonna get judged. Uh, I've heard a lot. I know I thought it, and because I was told like on a
0: particular joke, hey, you should be a little more animated. You know, try acting it out. And I tried it. I didn't like it. I didn't feel natural. Yeah. But then I'm thinking like if I don't put that effort, people be like he's not trying. But then also if I do try, I'm like, is he trying too
1: hard? And it's. I mean, most audiences would like to see you, you know, uh, at least when you're first trying to do it. You'd rather try hard and fail uh, on a set, right? And then turn around and explain it. Because you see it when I've done that. I, I, we, were, we just started on the road together. And if a joke didn't work, right? I tried hard on that joke, didn't yeah. go anywhere. And then I'd sit back and be like, oh, okay. No, 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 no. I, you, you guys are right. And yeah. I, I, I feel like on those, like, I mean, you've done
0: this plenty of times. You know, I need some kind of out of a joke. it didn't go well. But the way you do it, it's so seamless. It's like that was entirely part of the joke. Like that wasn't supposed to go that way. And this is the actual punchline because that's what I mean by your voice. You do it so elegantly. It's like talking to you. And you just, you know.
1: Well, that's what I said. It takes a while. Mm -hmm. It takes a long time to get to that point. And, well, I mean, okay. I don't want to say it takes a long time. It takes something to click in your head where – it's a, it's a weird balance of, I don't give a fuck what you guys think. And also, but I want you guys here. I want you guys to listen. Yeah. I don't care if you, you hate me for this material I'm about to say. I don't give a shit about that. But thank you for listening. You know? And, and it's hard when you get excited about a topic. And then you kind of, you know.
0: Yeah, and I was just thinking like, because um, I did a, a, a showcase last night. And I can tell where the jokes, where I'm like, here's the joke, here's the punchline, cool, you laugh. But then I get to the jokes I really like, and it is my voice, and then I'm just like excited. I'm like, and I can tell the difference. And the audience can tell the difference.
1: Yeah. The audience can smell blood the water, man. Yeah. They can totally tell if you're afraid. Shit, sometimes I used to like to act afraid up on stage where you just say, uh, okay, oh. Uh, Fuck it, and then you know you do the snap and you go into it. Um, um, the, the comedy is is gonna be theater to an extent where you're playing yourself. You might some people play caricatures of themselves. Some people play people completely different. It's just it's a stage fucking play that people pay enough money, probably more, to go see live comedy than they would a movie. So you got to give them something. Right. You know? So when you're out there and you're telling your stories or you're telling your quick little, you know, um, uh, uh, little one-off jokes like, Hey, my son gave me, uh, came up to me and asked me for, he's like, Hey, Dad. I fucked up the joke. (laughs) Um, Son comes up to me and says, Hey, can I have a bookmark? Which is sad because he could just call me Dad. Right? It's that. It's dumb. Right. If you want to go up there and do that, but you got to package it. Right. You got to package it the right way. And, and, and every audience is going to be different, you know, and the cool thing when you're first getting started, you're, you're trying out everything, seeing what feels natural, what feels comfortable. And then when you find it, now I can train the audience. I've learned how to train the audience to listen to my set. Right. Um uh so I know it's like I go up there and I'm like, hey, probably gonna be offensive. But if you stick with me, uh, reward you. Yeah. You know, uh uh if you don't like any of this, don't worry, there's something in there for you. Right.
0: Which you do a good job, um, and you gave me points on this. If you're gonna go offensive, you gotta make sure it's it's still digestible. It's the word you like to say. I'm gonna shock you. But it's okay, cause it's, you all know it's a joke. You can pick up that it's a joke, yeah. And you suck around. You got the joke, and you laughed. You thought you were gonna be mad, but you laughed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's hard to find. It's hard to pick up. I'm still, I still got, like, I still got jokes that, like, um, I still haven't found that. Like, I think it's funny. I get told it's funny, but then I can't deliver it that way.
1: It's gonna always be the most difficult part. Of, uh, uh, somebody told me like, do you know how difficult it is to do exactly what you want to do all the time and while you're on stage for whatever time that you're up there, you are given that fuck dude. If I gave you 20 minutes on stage, you could do whatever the fuck you want. The cool thing is it's comedy. It's Comedy guys, it's fucking comedy. Don't worry about it. Whatever he said, Oh, he's going to fucking punch this lady in the parking lot. Comedy, right? Yeah. And the cool thing is, is you got to make them laugh as you're saying it. And so new comics. And that's why I I say it has nothing to do uh, with how much time you've been doing this. Right. I think it clicks with certain people when you find your voice. Uh, My mentor used to tell me, I'm not better than you. I've just been doing this longer. That's it.
0: Which that's that's reassuring because, um. There's a lot of people here in town. They're a little jaded when someone new comes on and they're getting a book for something.
1: Well, yeah.
0: It makes sense. You know, someone's been doing it longer. Yeah, they're going to be a little better. And maybe there's someone new. Maybe they just have something good. Maybe they're natural. Maybe they're whatever.
1: But yeah, you ever you ever think to yourself that maybe, you know, there are some people who are just naturally good at it. Like. Uh, some of the new faces, uh, and I'm not talking shit. I'm not talking shit about this. We can bleep out
0: the names if we have to.
1: Do you remember how hot uh, uh, Mia Moore? Yeah, when she came on scene? She what, She's about, who's been doing it longer, you or her? Uh, her, because she actually had previous experience a little bit. Right? She came out on the scene, fucking monster. Right? Just such quick, short jokes. She even got on the dirty. Mm-hmm. You know, she got on the dirty at 1230. And uh, what happened? Did you catch that show? No, I didn't go to that show. Uh, Fizzled out about halfway into the set. Okay. Just started off real strong and fizzled out. Now, great, talented comic. Let's say Golby. Brad Golby. Fun. Entertaining to watch. Definitely. One of my favorites. Yeah. Super fast uh, uh, and clever with his shit. Right, but he also tells these stories that are outlandish. You know? Okay. Uh, well, could I bank on that? Put him on a show and make sure that's consistently going to be the thing is. He found his voice fast.
0: Because he's only been doing it for I think two years now. And I've seen him. He's on some shows. He was on uh, Hilarious 7. I know that.
1: Um, but he found, he found his voice. And now he's going to struggle with the I found my voice and I don't know how to train the audience to like me, you know, because he has to start delivering jokes that the crowd's going to want to hear first. You got to crack the ice, you got to break the ice first. You know, it's kind of the same thing, uh, uh, you know, when you went up there and you're like, okay, now here's the jokes, you know, you've already burned through that time. Uh, uh, But you catch a lot of guys out there who find their voice fast. And either get too comfortable or they find their voice and they put their voice to work. You know, and that's a hard thing. Like, I I go up there and I know I'm vulgar. I'm offensive. I get it. But I can also do clean material. You know, I've had to do clean shows for a long time. Um, I'm comfortable where I'm at right now with the stories and everything I'm telling. And because I know how to tailor make it and that's what I try to help you guys with is like alright cool I'm going to start off with hey hey, what's up here's the fucking quick joke nice to meet you I'm this guy I would also look like this I do this I do that bop, 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 bop. that would go stories you know and until I'm a household name I'm going to have to stick to that formula I'm sure it will change once I get bigger and it will do the same thing for you Right now, as you're finding your voice, people out there trying to figure out what they want to do and how they want to say it when it comes to being a stand-up, um, you're in the awesome position of uh, trying shit without any real consequences.
0: Is there no consequences? There is no now?
1: consequences. I'm telling you right now, there's no consequences. In fact, you're rewarded for being fearless.
0: Okay.
1: That That fearlessness, carries over well into the rest of your career, you know, cause they'll sit there and be like, dude, but I'm gonna give it a ex- good example. There's a comedian back home, um, who, uh, uh, Beyonce when he first started, he was fucking terrible. He was fucking terrible. But the dude had a lot of confidence, like a lot of confidence. And he used to go up there, uh, sit, he'd always bring a bar stool up there with him. Uh, if they didn't have a bar stool up there, he'd find the tallest chair, Right or sit on a speaker or something. He had to sit.
0: Okay, cool, nice. He'd
1: always wear sunglasses inside, carry an unlit uh, American Spirit, right in his mouth, cross his legs, and then so hey guys. So uh, I don't know if you guys have read the news today, but uh, and he would just fucking do all of his time and stage time, and he went by the name Mister Hugo. Thing. that was it. That was that was his that was his fucking shtick for a minute. We the older comics kept telling him how much we fucking hated it. Really? Yeah. I, I it was like I, I can't stand it. Oh, but how did he do with the crowd? Oh they fucking hated it too. Oh, okay. But the thing is is that you couldn't get to you couldn't get through that to him, right? You could you didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. You know? We had to point it out, like, hey, do you remember when anybody laughed during your set? And he's like, Yeah, which part? And I'm like, There was no parts. <laughs> I was gonna call you out on your bullshit if you fucking said somebody did. So we told him, "Be yourself, go up there." Uh, now he, uh, Nico, a who is there, uh, now on the, uh, you know, the morning show circuit, and he tours around. And um, you know, I've shared the stage with him, and now he's kind of silly and goofy and 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 everything. But he's he's definitely found his voice. He's this awkward Armenian, you know, half Armenian, half white guy, who's you can just, you can get the personality. This personality is, he's overwhelmed with the world, but he's extremely positive even though shit happens to him. That's his whole fucking shtick.
0: Mm-hmm. So it, it took him a while. It took you guys pointing it out. What you think is working is not, and you got to break through that and just let yourself be you on stage.
1: That's yeah, it. but even then, you got to remember, we do stand-up because we kind of don't like ourselves. Which, um
0: Sad but true. Sad yeah. but
1: true. <laughs> we don't like ourselves. So when, when we ask you to do that, we're asking you to sell yourself. Yeah. To market yourself.
0: Uh, and it's funny. Well, I don't know if it's funny. It's Maybe depressing. But a lot of the funny people are broken, sad people. Oh, yeah. And they're not trying to be like sad or depressing or whatever. But with the way – like the jokes I make sometimes with friends, you know, like uh, – like, I think on the trip, Huck was like – uh, I'm going to smother you in your sleep. and like, you promise? You know, and it's you get a laugh because,
1: you know, little suicide emo jokes. It's because, you know, we, we, comics, I was having this conversation the other day about bringing pain to a stage, right? And we kind of have to, we have to translate that. Now I get it, there's a lot of comics up there who don't necessarily have to talk about that. But a lot of us who take in this line of work, you know, have these pasts that the best thing we can do is laugh at the terrible things that have possibly yeah. happened to us, happened around us. You know, our perspective on things. You know, we have to laugh about it. So when you're selling yourself up there, you kind of have to. We're doing it real tongue in cheek. We're doing the hey, I'm the greatest yeah. comedian. That uh, uh, still drives a beat-up, shitty car, single, hasn't been in a relationship for a while, and, uh, you know. And people like to hear
0: that it's like everyone's gone through a rough patch. Yeah. You know, not their whole lives, maybe a spot here or there, maybe every all the time, and in comedians. Uh, there's things that stick with us, that drive us, that you never let go, and then when you talk about that, you, it's – It's really your voice. It's your passion. You can sell it, and you can relate to someone even better because, like, you're not making it up. You don't have to try extra hard. It's natural. It's organic.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, One of my friends from uh, Los Angeles, a very funny comic named uh, Dan Nolan, if you looked at him, unassuming as fuck, right? Recovering heroin addict. A lot of his set is about how he's, overcome being an addict but he's poking fun at himself and he's poking fun at a very real addiction you know and it's which, it's
0: which is the pain the pain you embrace it embrace the pain and have fun with it because like they, they always say like comedy is tragedy plus time
1: yep and so you, you know think of your favorite holocaust joke mine went to ashes <laughs> um, <laughs> you know it's it's you think about all that stuff you're able to, and that's why when people now are trying to cancel people for being too soon, I guarantee you. You know, uh, give it some time. I, I heard a comic do a nine eleven joke. Back in Texas.
0: Oh, back in Texas, I, I heard someone else did a nine eleven joke. Not a nine eleven joke, but uh the Vegas shooting joke. Oh shit. Yeah. They, the, the venue did not like it. They, was, they were told, hey man, you probably shouldn't do that one.
1: Do you remember the joke?
0: I, don't, I never heard the joke. I never heard of the joke, but uh, it was Parker's joke. Yeah. Apparently, he had uh, some survivors in the crowd, so they did not like it.
1: Yeah, look, I'm not, and even then, when it comes to find your voice, yeah, cool, find your voice, right? But if you're going to do something like that, you're going you're gonna to have to either strong arm it, double down, or something. You know, not everybody's going to like the jokes that you're up there with. But at the same time, you know, wouldn't it be your best interest to, if you are a shop and you are selling yourself? Wouldn't it be your best interest to sell out a little bit every now and then, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I like those dark jokes. I like them. And then I know it offends some people. Like, I have one particular joke. A friend told me, like, this is too real. It, had, it was like it was my, uh, my plan B joke. Mm-hmm. She's like, my friend had a miscarriage and whatever. And I, I, I shouldn't find this funny. But I still want to laugh. And that made me feel good because, like, like, I'm not I'm not trying to say, like, this is acceptable at all. It was just a punchline for a joke, a setup for another. Yeah, right.
1: Hmm.
0: But, uh, but it made me feel good. Like, okay, you saw that it was a joke, that I, you know?
1: Like uh, uh, this guy, um, is, uh, Nick Farrell, uh, he does a joke where he said, uh, you know, if I learned anything from 9-11 – uh, as I learned that uh, it costs a plane ticket, uh, the amount that it costs for a plane ticket uh, is way cheaper, but you can still get uh, twins to go down on you, <laughs> and um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> like,
0: it's clever though. It's it's clever, and
1: you know, and I've heard people laugh and do the how oh, which is kind of my favorite response but at the same time you know he knows what he's doing you know imagine that joke that kind of joke being delivered you know uh, uh, by somebody who wasn't convicted you know who wasn't in it wasn't in your heart you know people start to know what's wrong with him like that's mean that's rude Yeah, Which
0: which is a big part of the voice like can I deliver this make it funny it's a little offensive but can I make you come to my side
1: Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of cutesy jokes that pop into my head that I'll sit there and I'll be like, you know what, right now, this joke doesn't fit me, and I'll give them away. I'll be like, here, I thought of this. There's just something stupid. Here you go. Right, it just doesn't fit in my in my realm unless I come up, you know, with other things that 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 has that part of personality, and uh, you know, you catch. I'm telling you right now. It's the hardest thing because you can't rush it. You can't rush finding your voice.
0: Yeah, it's true. But you want to. But I, I've tried some things. Like I'm like, let me see what they're doing. Let me try it. And it doesn't. It doesn't.
1: Yeah, you'll doesn't work it. out well. You'll know it. You'll know it. it and honestly, this is kind of why alcoholism has worked for me, because uh, uh, as much as I'm a big fan of don't overthink shit, don't overthink anything, right? Uh, I totally do. Do you? Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Like, I just do. My brain goes in there and I work out contingency plans of like, this doesn't do this and that's got to do this and this is going to do that and that's going to do that. And I work about processes and and I flowchart the fuck out of my brain.
0: I never would have guessed that from you because you do a good job of selling it on stage. So I.
1: Well, it's a a trial and error thing. And now it's gotten to the point where uh, uh, the more and more I can try out new things you know, I know how, I know how to tell a story now. So if I'm telling a story, guys, yesterday, you know, and I can deliver that a bit more confidently, you know, but uh, when I go up on stage, my voice has turned into, and as I said, it's just because of practice, um, um, where I'm able to, it sounds like I'm coming up with it on the spot, but I've been saying this in my head, you know, a million times. Mm-hmm. And then before the show, I kept saying it out loud to myself. And, and yeah, I talk to myself, I'll sit there and I'll I'll have arguments with myself and everything just to give, give my voice a practice to being like, okay, this is how you're gonna talk. This is how you're gonna pace yourself. This is how, oh, if you were if you were a villain in a Disney movie, would you talk like this? Uh, this is how I'm gonna deliver this joke, like a Disney villain. I'm gonna say it like this, I'm gonna do it like that. You know, uh, I'm a fucking Coach Carter this motherfucker. You know, you know, we're all gonna rally together and it, you know, uh, it's a weird neuroses.
0: It sounds like it. Like, I didn't know that much goes on in your head, because, like I said, Adam off stage, much like Adam on stage. So I guess you know, definitely find your voice, be true to you, and then everything clicks better.
1: It does, but also, I'll give you the, this is the newest thing that I, I discovered. As strong as a set, uh, whatever I could build up and muster up, uh, doesn't mean shit if you're not living. See what I'm saying? If you're not out there, like, actually just living life and, like, having friends, something like that, or just talking, you know, or or just going out and experiencing shit, you – how do you expect to connect with people – if you're not really trying to connect.
0: Yeah. Cause it is like, I consider being on stage, even if it is yourself and it's still acting, you're still acting. You're still making them believe you. Yeah. And you're right. If you don't, if you're not, if you're just, I know it's quarantine, but you know, if you're just locked in a room and you don't talk to people, you don't know how to tell a story to people. You yes. don't. Cause I picture reactions in my head. Like I'm gonna tell this joke. This is what I would like to see. And then I'm thinking like, well, maybe not. And I do the same thing where I tell it, and I'm talking to myself, and I'm telling myself, like, "Mm, I don't like it. Try this. Mm, Or I laugh at it myself. I'm like, okay. So, yeah, I really think you should be talking and communicating and being out there, social distancing, though, but still.
1: I mean, just helping. Like, uh, my live streams and stuff have totally helped me in just talking to people. You know, at first it was really awkward. I I
0: remember those first ones. Yeah,
1: and it was really awkward because people would kind of jump in and I, I would just, you know, but now you've learned how to, like, flow the conversation to be able to cater to whatever it is. You don't have to answer everybody. You don't have to answer every thought. You can exercise each one of them, but you can be like, okay, um, this is where I eventually wanted to go from point A to point B. Like, if I were to challenge you and say, hey, did you know that uh, actually being a vegan makes you more manly? Really? Yeah. And then figure out the points in between each, you know, like you want to know what what makes a vegan manly. Yes,
0: yeah, so I've been. I'm,
1: I thought you were gonna follow up. I'm just coming up with this shit out top of my head. Okay. Uh, see, the thing is, is that if you're fucking killing animals, right? You're probably heartless, and you're out there fucking murdering them, right? Vegans, on the other hand, has to raise some of those animals, knowing that they will die. And I can't sit through a good Disney movie without crying, which I think makes me a man. <laughs> so that is. <just, laughs> okay. right. um, <laughs> Jokes need refining sometimes.
0: I, uh, oh, yeah, I think that one. <laughs> but I get where you were going because I do cry. So I feel like that makes me manly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Real men cry. <laughs> you ever watch Fight Club, right? You just cry into Bob's bitch tits and that's. And we're still men. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny. I don't, yeah, it's funny. You know, I did have a cry today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Delicious was good. No,
0: it was horrible. It was like, it was one of those like I don't know why I wanted to cry. It was weird. Like I didn't want to, but for some reason I wanted to. I am gonna write a joke about that because, uh, I'm, I'm gonna talk about a premise that I haven't wanted to talk about. Uh, you know, whole dating and divorce thing. But I feel like with the cry today, I'm like, this is going to make a funny story. When I explain, like, why I wanted to, but I didn't want to cry. It was it was really weird and awkward for me.
1: Yeah, because the weird part is, is it will eventually be relatable. And even if it's not relatable, right, if you deliver it correctly, people will be like, oh, well, I don't do that. But I understand why you do that. You know?
0: Because everyone um, at least has a friend that does it. Yeah. So you've seen it. You're like, oh.
1: Yeah, like, uh, uh, it honestly helped me become a better comic to be, like, able to discuss how I felt without muddling it up, right? Or lying to myself about shit. Uh, uh, it felt really good to just openly admit defeat a lot. And then, like, well... Cool. That sucked. All right. As people, like I said, people like that. Like, when
0: someone trips, it's funny. You feel bad, like, oh, my God, are you okay? But then you're thinking, like... That was funny. Yeah, yeah.
1: but imagine, imagine if you tripped, right, in front of a bunch of people, and then you got back up and you made a joke, right? Yeah. And everyone's like, ah, and guess what? The pressure's off. But imagine you tripped, and you fell, and you cried. And then it just—it's worse for you. We'd laugh really hard. We would laugh. The rest of us would fucking laugh really hard. Like we wouldn't laugh immediately, would you?
0: You would turn to oh. your brother, like, hey, man, We'd you turn, okay?
1: Dude, this guy just fucking biffed it. But imagine if you fell and you knocked yourself out unconscious. Oh, that's hilarious for everybody. You're going to wake up and be like, "Did I seriously just trip on my shoes and knock myself out cold? And you're just just, killing yourself. Yeah. We all laughed immediately. You laughed later after coming to realizing, yeah, I was dumb. Yeah. That was dumb. You know? that's, That's what I... That's the root of my comedy There is I like to watch little kids fall. I love it's,
0: it. It's hilarious. I, it's hilarious. I don't feel bad when I do it either.
1: No. No, no, no. I point. I point. For sure.
0: <sighs> Look at you. You can't walk. What are you, two?
1: Yeah. Uh, I think you. I think at work there was a girl who is, you know, she's, she's actually pretty hot. But she had one of those, like, arm crutches that, like, wrap around her arm, you know? Oh, those braces? Yeah, okay. yeah. But it was you know, so like an arm crutch and she was wandering around. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, I told her, it's like, you're really, really hot. And she's just like, stop. And I was just kind of like, uh, no, 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 we really, really got this. I said, was, you know, we could do so many moves now that you're like a kickstand pretty much. Right. <laughs> and then she didn't laugh at that. And then I said, I'm sorry. And she's just like, I was born like this. And I said, you mean beautiful. And then she laughed at that. And I was all like, you're a beautiful kickstand. And then she <laughs> laughed again. And I was like, got it the second time. You know? Because you doubled down. Yeah, you like double, double down. down. You,
0: you won her over.
1: I'm going to fuck the yes. shit of that kickstand.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll hear about that eventually, I'm sure. I'm going to
1: ride on top and just fucking put my foot down just let her rest with the arm.
0: <laughs> I feel like you're going to take the kickstand and then just use it for yourself. Like, I'm a little tired. Let me use this.
1: Honestly, if she had that thing on her, like, I would buy, like, a, I would be more comfortable buying a TV with, like, no remote. You know, <laughs> just grab her arm and be like, oh, I got to change the channel. Uh, Move you, the fan. You can't even do that with TVs.
0: They don't have knobs anymore. They don't, the buttons. They don't even really have buttons. Anymore. No.
1: They're not even thinking about my babe, Kickstarter. <laughs> <No>, the
0: the <laughs> insensitive bastard. Handicapped <laughs> people have needs. Have needs.
1: You get like a giant, long prosthetic arm. How come no one's done that yet?
0: Like a go-go gadget arm? Like, yeah, just, that'd no, be dope. really, really dope.
1: long ones, though. Just...
0: You know, I'm thinking uh, they, they could. They got the long ones that extend with the little claw. Like a T-Rex mouth? Yeah. And then just, you know, cuss, put some fingers on it. Yeah. What? That's a fucking good idea. Why doesn't anybody do that? I, I want to patent this idea. Did you ever have the thoughts where, like, you have a good thought? And you're like, eh. And then three months later, it's everywhere now? And you're oh, like, yeah. that was my idea.
1: Almost all the time, dude. I wanted to kill Jeffrey Epstein first. You
0: missed that one. Fucking got (laughs) to
1: it. (laughs) Because. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's the beauty of it. Because think about all the funny shit that you talk about with your friends. Right. That. It's um, because I I know like
0: we make some dark jokes, um, especially with one of my friends. We make some dark jokes. But they're jokes. You're probably not going to have this conversation with some random person on the street, but but when you go to comedy clubs, a show, you'll say it, and that's what I like. The jokes are like, I know you're thinking about this. I know you're thinking about tripping a kid. You're probably not going to admit it on a first date to some girl, but I'm going to do it for you.
1: Oh, like even if you reacted like, oh, my God, that is my favorite thing in the world. You know how I knew my wife was the one, right? We both saw this kid running around, both looked at each other and I'm like, I wish that kid fucking falls. And we're like, hey. And then the kid fell and I was like, she's it. Yep. yep. Right? You can package this however. You know? Uh, uh, like the fact that, that one of my best friends um, was getting married uh, in, uh, in uh, Puerto Panyasco. Ooh,
0: fancy.
1: Uh, yeah, I know. And I was so like, I wanted to go. He was guilt tripping me into going and stuff. Did you go? Uh, no, because his fiance killed herself. So I was kind of relieved because I saved that money. That's good. That's I good. know. <laughs> like, she got out of it. I got out of it. Well, you know, it's a win-win, you know? You <laughs> got out of it, I guess, too. He's <laughs> not a widow now. Yeah, I know. I have to call him more often just to check in. But for the most part, we're, you know, I mean, don't be me wrong. I would have liked to have gone to the beach. But honestly, too much of a hassle if I got responsibilities on top of it. Now it's a work trip. But now she's like getting buried in Dallas and I'm kind of like, hey. how recent <laughs> is this?
0: <laughs> you can be a horrible friend sometimes. Oh, yeah. But I, I, yeah, uh, I guess people need to acknowledge that from the start. Adam might be a horrible friend sometimes.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not, I've never hid that.
0: No, 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 it's, it's clear now. Did you call your friend today? Did
1: you tell him you're not going to make it for the funeral? No, but he made like a, he, he, Did he, do a Facebook invite. You will. Know, he never had Facebook, but after that happened, he made his own Facebook. So, I mean, you know, joint Facebook accounts. I mean, something needed to happen for it to be split up. So good on you, buddy. I haven't commented <laughs> on it. I'm like, look how happy you look like in this photo. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, this is just to keep, you know, maybe like a month and a half ago. So, like.
0: Oh, that was really recent.
1: Well, I mean.
0: A month and a half ago?
1: Yeah. <laughs> the early corpse gets the worms. And um, they
0: ha- wait, they haven't even buried her yet? I feel like that should have been done, like.
1: I mean, this is like last week.
0: <laughs> wow. You know, this is. um <laughs> Um, this, I guess this is like, I want to hear more about this story. If there is more, is there more? No, no,
1: no, no. It kind of ends there, man. We friended each other Uh, on Facebook and honestly, uh, he's a good guy. Uh, love that guy. Uh, didn't see him much, uh, during the engagement process, but, uh, I have a feeling that, uh, he's got a lot more free time.
0: I would hope so. Um, I would hope
1: so. Would it be weird for me to take him to like a romantic comedy movie?
0: No, dude. Bromance th- is okay. Bromance is, it needs. I love going to movies with my friends. The dude ones, you know? Handjobs are so much easier. Like, no one's.
1: Yeah. Oh. It's this weird little. You, you don't gotta
0: ask. Like, yeah, dude, of course, do it. Yeah.
1: Like, like, like girls from the ghetto playing jump rope.
0: What's the. How, what are the. I forget the nursery
1: rhymes. Going down, down, baby, <laughs> in the Range <laughs> Rover. Baby. You me, shimmy shimmy cocoa what this to me now i just remember shimmy shimmy cocoa pop shimmy shimmy wow shimmy shimmy cocoa pop uh, give it to me now i'm pretty sure it's not it i'm pretty like sure the original is. the original fucking jump rope thing. oh the original
0: oh i was thinking nelly yeah i, I, I know was, it was
1: nelly but. but i don't remember
0: i don't remember any of those things all right cool um
1: what if we had a stand-up comedy jump rope invitational But you got to do your jokes while you're doing jump rope. And your time ends when you're done. Like when you fucking got tripped up.
0: When you got tripped up or if you finished it. Yeah. You know what? That'd be interesting. There should be more creative stuff than just comedy show, telling jokes. It'd be nice to see some weird thing like that.
1: I so want to do that now.
0: Imagine all the pain from tripping over and falling.
1: Oh, it's just combining two of my favorite things. Jump ropes and comics falling on their faces. Little kids hitting the wall with their faces. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs>
0: I like it. I like your remixes. I like your remixes.
1: <laughs> I'm autistic.
0: I think you really are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Dang, dude. Okay. So. See, this is the part, like right here, where we're just talking and just goofing off. And we, I forgot we're doing a podcast. That's how you are on stage. That's finding your voice. Something I definitely got to do better at. New comics, they definitely got to find their voice. So before we do an outro here, what's the one advice you wish you got before you ever touch the mic
1: on stage? Um, it's okay to bomb. It's super okay. Except uh, for 9-11. Well, I mean... <laughs> No one ever talks about the Pentagon. Mm -hmm. Um, But it ultimately comes down to it's okay. It's okay to eat shit. Um, It's okay to have a bad song. You know, it's okay. Uh, uh, The only thing that they're going to remember is consistency. So if you consistently eat shit, change something up. Like careers. Yeah. But... You know you're only as good as your last show you know um so you if 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 you're consistent and you're doing well and you can feel it you feel yourself getting better cool that's because you've respected every fucking moment that you ate shit and you know hey you want to watch me kill this set real fast and then you do this and then you're like what call it you you know (laughs) uh, um it's okay it's okay to fail it's a thousand percent okay to fail it's a thousand percent okay to try out something new um and and uh remember if at anything when doing comedy uh uh have fun if you're not having fun they're not gonna fuck it plain and simple I, I, I go up there, have a blast talking about had my butthole licked by a cat once. Um, uh, Why do I feel like it's a true story? This is a true story. And it wasn't
0: during sex. It
1: was after. But the window was uh, open, and it was really hot in there, and the AC wasn't working. And you got she,
0: the craziest stories, dude. Like she
1: went to go get water.
0: The cat or the girl?
1: Well, like, no, the cat found a different kind of <laughs> Um, but I have fun. And even though I've told that story, you know, a couple thousands of times, um, what makes me happy is watching the reactions. And because I have worked really hard to know where the punches are and to know where everything goes, I like to see you guys go on that trip with me. It's kind of like being a tour guide through the grand Canyon. And then even though you've seen it a thousand times, you know you're loving the fact that you're seeing everybody like wow you know I
0: I, I I do love that reaction when I tell one of my jokes like the darker jokes or the offensive jokes yeah people are like I think it was your friend at the last show She like I heard her say Jesus and I brought a smile to my face like
1: that's it yeah I love that shit Like right. Jesus Jesus wasn't there you know and, and that's what I I best pieces of advice that was I wish I knew uh, it would have saved me a couple years. Easy. Don't be afraid to bomb and have fun. When, when's the last time you bombed? Oh, man, I bomb all the time. Like, it's weird because even even. Uh, uh, I did that cork and thorn open mic. OK, right. But I, I went towards the end of the night when I was kind of already drunk and I was trying out some new stuff um, and I didn't mind. I didn't mind. I You know, I had people in the front who were listening to me, but the rest of the bar was fighting me, you know, which, fine. That's yeah. what open mics are. As what they are. That's what they're there for. You know, I'm not getting paid. I'm not going to come up to an open mic and give my A plus material. No. If I start to do something that I've done before, it's because I'm working on a new tag or I'm working on a new, you know, uh, uh, rhythm to it. And that's the only time I'll ever do that. Uh, uh, so, um, yeah. Then, you know, I've done a couple fucking. I did one. I don't do a lot of Zoom comedy shows, but I did one. I did
0: one yesterday. Actually, it was actually it wasn't as weird as I thought it was gonna be. I did. I did my more stronger stuff just to see how other comedians, because all comedians, that, you know, out of towners, how yep. uh, how they reacted. They did. They laughed. I did see the ooh, cringe faces, which I liked. It wasn't as weird as I thought it was gonna be.
1: No. Like, um, we've, we've seen, you've experienced worse pain than eating shit out of mic. It's just uncomfortable because when you're a comedian, it's always looming. It's always looming around the corner. I'm always anticipating that next line. Okay, that was a bomb. Glad I wasn't getting paid for that one. And I'm always worried about, oh my God, it's going to happen though. It's going to and- happen. I'm going to do, I'm going to get paid for a show and I'm going to go over there and I'm going to eat shit and then I'm gonna have to ask for my money you know
0: like like.
1: so I guess another tip would be get paid first <laughs> yeah make sure everything's in writing that's, uh, that's a really good one too uh, yeah you don't have to love yourself that's another crazy one too I don't I don't you don't have to you eventually <laughs> will but to do comedy you don't uh, uh, find it in your words and it'll be there
0: well said. Well said. All right. Um, so I don't. I don't want this to be like a super long podcast because I'm not Joe Rogan. And um, yeah. So I, you know, damn, I should have planned on an outro. But do you want? Do you have a plug? Do you have anything? I don't know when this is going to be released. Maybe a week or two. Do you have anything in a
1: month or two? Uh, maybe we've got some uh, upcoming uh, things that are in the works. You guys got me on the whole entire in the works thing. Uh, but if you guys want to. You guys can follow everything at Adam J. Dominguez. It's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Everything's all branded under the same name, so it's easy to find. Uh, You guys can even find some old clips of me. And uh, merch should be on sale by the time this comes out. Uh, Follow the Instagram as I'll keep up to date with that. Oh, yeah. And I just started doing TikTok not too long ago, and I forget that I have it. Same. Same. Yeah um
0: yeah you know what and stay tuned because i'm I'm gonna add one of your old clips into this whatever you feel is uh
1: all of them are know? garbage but I'll, I'll give you an exclusive i have some ones that i haven't released Ooh. Yeah. all
0: right well thanks for joining me thanks for coming along
1: i come thanks can.
0: for coming for adam that's probably why you want to click on this that's cool i'm, I'm not okay with it
1: i i came. just like the kitty i'll pop this pussy what <laughs> hey that was totally not <laughs> plan <blend>. all right <laughs> good
0: night